The Saturday evening shooting of three young Palestinian college students visiting Burlington on their holiday break was one of the most shocking and disturbing events in this city's history. 48-year-old Jason Eaton was arraigned in Burlington this morning. He pleaded not guilty and is being held without bail. Upon knocking on one door, uh, the ATF agents were greeted by a man who uh, stepped out of the hall, out of the door towards them with his palms up at waist height and stated something to the effect of, I've been waiting for you. The ATF agents said, why is that? And the gentleman said in some substance, I would like a lawyer. The three victims, each 20 years old, are Hisham Awartani, a student at Brown University in Rhode Island who now has a bullet lodged in his spine. Kinan Abdelhamid, a student at Haverford College in Pennsylvania who was shot in the glute. And Tashin Alid Ahmad, a student at Trinity College in Connecticut, still has a bullet in his chest. They studied together at Ramallah Friends School, a nonprofit Quaker school in the occupied West Bank. Police say the students were walking down the street Saturday evening while visiting one of their relatives for Thanksgiving. They were uh, speaking in a mixture of English and Arabic, uh, which is, is their want. Two were wearing kafiyas, uh, and they had no uh, knowledge of this individual, had not encountered him before. He stepped off a porch and produced a firearm and began discharging that firearm. Amid rising reports of targeted violence against Jews and Palestinians since the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas war, the shooting immediately prompted calls it should be considered a hate crime. I believe the families uh, fear that this was motivated by hate, that these boys were, these young men were targeted because the, uh, they were Arabs, uh, that they were wearing kafiyas. Um, I think that is our fear. Federal officials investigating whether it was a hate crime in the eyes of the law. Family of the victims say they thought their loved ones would be safe here. Kenan grew up in the West Bank and we always thought that that could be more of a risk uh, in terms of his safety. And sending him here would be a, you know, uh, the right decision. And we feel somehow betrayed in that decision here and you know we're just trying to come to terms with everything. And today we learned from Burlington police that they've been able to match the ballistics on the pistol that was recovered from inside of Eaton's apartment, which you see behind me, with the casings that were recovered from the sidewalk itself. So now the prosecutors have that out of the way. The next big question to answer is a possible motive here. With three innocent young men in the hospital, John, no question this was a hateful attack, but was this hate inspired? That is a legal question the prosecutors will have to answer, and it's not an easy one. Paul Zanoval, thank you so much for that. Some context, the Council on American Islamic Relations has documented a more than 200% increase in requests for help in reports of bias since the Hamas October 7th attack. And the Anti-Defamation League has reported a more than 300% increase in anti-Semitic incidents. With me now is Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Senator Sanders, thanks so much for being with us. When you first heard about this shooting and learned that it happened in Burlington, where you were mayor, where you've lived for decades, what was your reaction? A shock and disbelief. Uh, it really is quite unbelievable. And, and uh, the people of our city are, are very disturbed by this. And I know that everybody in the state of Vermont is wishing these young men the best in their recovery and hope you know, they recover fully and as speedily as possible. So obviously authorities have not yet publicly assigned a motive. 
How likely do you think it is that this was a hate crime? Well, there is an investigation going on, and you don't want to jump the gun. But I think, um, you know, when you have three people walking down the street uh, speaking Arabic, uh, you know, I, I, I think the presumption is that it may well have been a hate crime. Uh, but that's what this investigation is about. And I, and I want to applaud uh, local uh, law enforcement and the eight and the federal officials who apprehended a suspect as quickly as they did. We appreciate that. What would you say to Vermont residents who might be scared tonight about political or religious violence in a way that they might not have been before all this? Well, I think it, I, I have to say that sadly, it's, it's not just Vermont. I think the people of Vermont are shaken by this, no question. Uh, but that all over the country, uh, what we are seeing is a rise in Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. In fact, just a few weeks ago, I called for a classified briefing from the FBI on just that issue, which we'll be holding uh, next week. Um, you know, it, it's this country has gone through so much in terms of racism and bigotry uh, that we don't want to descend once again into attacking each other uh, because of our religion or where we were born. So uh, I hope the cooler heads prevail. So, so what do you do about it? What are leaders in Washington of both sides of the aisle do about this? Well, it's not just both sides of the aisle. It's, it's going into the streets and making it clear that in a democratic society, people can have different opinions on matters of great importance, the war or whatever it may be. Uh, but violence and hatred and hate crimes are not the answer. Uh, in a civilized democratic society, we talk about those issues. We get involved in politics. We fight for our beliefs. Uh, you don't go around shooting people.